something I want to acknowledge now on a more regular basis. I'm glad this day exists in the year. Like July 12th will now be a day where no matter what else is going on, you reflect on how big this is. And we are part of this moment just because of the time that we are alive on the earth. to the Her Life Blogcast. It's, it's the trio, the three amigas. Trace amigas. Back. Amigas, cheetahs. Oh, yes. <laughs> this, what a good way to kick it off because today's episode is all about female empowerment, baby. We'll say briefly, today, July 12th is Malala Day and we are celebrating her and everything she represents today. But before we dive into all of that, and there's a lot to get into and we will, we have a major update. Major. <laughs> I can't even explain to you. If anyone has listened to this podcast, even a little bit, you know how we feel about Jake from State Farm. <laughs> we are the biggest fans. He was our ultimate swoon of the week, the swoon to end all swoons. And we are in contact with the actor who plays Jake from State Farm. I'm not kidding. This is not a drill. Reaction. It's really not. We will we will send you screenshots. And after now that we're in communication, all I see is Jake from State Farm on the commercial. <laughs> He's everywhere. He is everywhere. Everywhere. Right? <laughs> he is like I, I can't even tell you. Like he is one of the pop culture icons of our time. And I'm just I feel very confident saying that. And the Jake from State Farm Instagram is so funny. So funny. In a good way. In a good way. But no, like, like that because so I know he's listening really now. I want to change my insurance because I'll admit I don't have a <laughs> farm, but I want it. I don't either. Me neither. All three of us are going to change our insurance like, right now. <laughs> it worked. They're it's all because worked. of Jake. Let but me shout out them. because. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, go, no, no, I was going to say shout out because he's listening. No, like. like Hi. So his name is Kevin. I'm actually Kevin. confused about his last name because somewhere it says Miles. I think it's Instagram and somewhere it says Mims. Like if you look up his IMDb, mm. it's Kevin Mims. So. Whatever, he's a Kevin. You know how we feel about Kevin's on the show. We love Kevin. Um, big Kev energy. Thank you for interacting with us. He listened to the episodes that we sent him about him, and he wasn't weirded out. He loves us. He specifically loves Emma, and I'm excited about this little yin yin that's happening. Oh, my gosh. Just, I cannot wait. I'm he followed me on Instagram, for goodness sake. Literally. And, like, your Instagram is private. No, like, he had to request to follow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has to request to follow. Amazing. <laughs> he also asked for a T-shirt of him and I. Are we going to do <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's like we already have that already done for him. He just never replied to our... Okay. It was his birthday. It was his birthday recently. Happy birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday. So Happy he was probably birthday, just Kevin. busy. He'll go through. He'll get his birthday present in the mail it was so funny like I love that when I'd, I'd not been on my phone I just thought <laughs> oh, well. I was like, this is amazing it's the work amazing. the detail so good art <laughs> art <laughs> I love we love Jake from State Farm you're forever Jake in my mind though but okay <laughs> Emma here's my su suggestion um a funny joke you might want to use if things heat up with Kevin slash Jake from State Farm you could be all like what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? But in a genuinely, like, sexy way. <laughs> Am I wrong? Do you feel like he gets that all the time? Like, yes, people, 100 people who are interested in him, like, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? <laughs> they text cool. him at 3 in the morning. Hey, Jake. Who is that? <laughs> it's Jake from State Farm. Like, just Kevin, will you chill? <laughs> I'm Kevin. 
what are you talking about? And then Hannah comes up with yes, a classic commercial that I have no idea how it isn't a thing yet. What are you what wearing from State Farm? Uh, a mask? Come on. It I love like that. That'd be so good. This opportunity. Right. I feel like it's in the works. I feel like we're speaking it into existence. I do too. It usually happens whenever we talk about things. It does generally happen. So you heard it here first at Her Life. We said it first. <laughs> I love Jacob State Farm. Thank you for the support. I, I just, I, I have nothing else to say except for that we love you more than we did before. And we loved you a lot before. Jake, I love, okay. Anyway, that's just what we had to kick off. I think that goes for like, we're happy, excited. We're realizing how much we love him. Like it counts for our entire Her Reflection. But we have a few things to add. So we'll run through that really quick. You want to start with happy, Hannah? Yes. Okay. So for a, for those of you who don't know, I've been searching the <laughs> the vast web for a bike. It's been a bike shortage, and your girl has got a bike, and I'm very happy about it. And it's pretty, and it's new, obviously, and I just love it. And I've already ridden it so much. I'm getting, you know, it's great. I'm so happy. Whip out them bike shorts, girl. Yes. <laughs> I did yesterday. Well, I had to because my other shorts were like too short, you know, like I was like an issue. It's fine. All good now. But the bike shorts, we're, we're rolling, girls. We're She's rolling. A She's a queen. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> you, you definitely you. needed a, you needed an upgrade, Hannah. Like major. <laughs> I did. I, that was like, I swear, literally had that bike since like seventh grade. It, it's much needed upgrade and I'm very happy about it. New chapter. <laughs> my first adult purchase like it's my ride into adulthood too good emma how about you well this is the 12th i'm moving out of my apartment today which is like oh kind of nice because i it's kind of been like hanging over my head of like oh i'm gonna have to still go back and like move out mm-hmm. it's a long story for my listener for our listeners here because yeah that was a whole mess but anyways I'm happy to be moving out and have my green dresser back at home because I'm just stuffing my clothes into the one dresser I have. Stuffing. Stuffing. No, that's good. A good, like, transition. Yeah. All good things. I'm happy for you. Oh, my God. I'm happy that I'm starting to save up some money again. I officially have an income, which is very exciting. I'm doing a little side hustle gig at a doctor's office. I'm just being a little secretary. So that's feeling good. I've been like wearing real clothes and like getting myself together. So that's nice. Um, And then, yeah, I also have another like part-time social media thing in the works, which I'm really excited about. So details to come, but I'm just excited, honestly, because it'll be a good way to save up, still living at home and just like enjoying this like calm before the storm of adulthood. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's where we're at. Um, How about, how about excited, Hannah? What are you excited about? So again, I'm sorry. It has to go back to the bike. I've been using it a lot as I already said, but previous episodes, I said I wanted to get more fit and I'm already seeing like results from it. So I'm pretty excited for that. And it's like a fun way to be active. So it's like a new way to like, be healthy and have fun at the same time. So oh, I'm really excited about it. Good. Thank you. I feel like I want to go buy a bike. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. But good. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Hannah, excited for you as well. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Emma, how about you? Today, well, on the 7th of July, I voted in the New Jersey Woo! primaries. Yay! And I was, like, kind of freaking out because I was like, how, how is this happening? Like, how you would have gotten a mail ballot in already and 
I must admit, I didn't put the application in time to do a mail-in ballot. So I was like, oh no, like, am I still be able to? But anyways, the lovely small town of Peapack and Gladstone had their municipality building open and I just went right in there, did a paper ballot and they were so kind. So nice. I'm excited. Go vote, people. Yes, yeah, vote. We love it. Yes. Oh, we're going to circle back to like more like female empowerment, voting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. I am excited about Arkansas. <laughs> That's so exciting. It's like, first of all, <laughs> raise your hand if you can identify Arkansas on a map because you know, if it weren't for the vine, I really would have no idea. So anyway, for those of you that don't know, my big sister, Emily, is moving to Arkansas for grad school and it's just like a really random move and I'm like very scared about her leaving. <laughs> I feel like it's the repeat of her going to college for the first time because like everyone's back home and now it's like the oldest one is leaving and it's like changing the shifting dynamic and I'm like oh my god nervous emotional but very excited for her and excited to like road trip to Arkansas question yeah. mark like it's not gonna be fun I like hate road trips I don't understand people that are like, <laughs> for like so many hours it's 19 hours I'll say it again 19 hours so I kind of want to dive excited because I'm already planning like the Instagram highlight reel that will happen on my story day of the road trip we're getting some playlists and podcasts and reading material. Like, everything's moving and shaking. It's going to be a good, like, me and Emily are driving down together. So, and Siv. So, like, we're just going to have a fun little sister road trip. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. When are you going? The 19th. Oh, so, so a week kind of after. Of so, in a week from this episode. I'm, wow. I have a lot to do. <laughs> and then, like, we have to furnish our apartment once we're in Arkansas. So, it's just going right. to be That's, That should be exciting, though. Look yeah. at it. It's like a new place. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, how many people get to say they've been to Arkansas? Not many. <laughs> I feel like you go to Arkansas, you don't leave. Like, have you, have you ever met someone from Arkansas? No. Like, they no. Know, but Arkansas is like a hot spot right now for coronavirus. So mm. I have to do a two-week self-quarantine once I get home, which means can't be mm. working that job, which is going to be a whole issue. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, they have to understand. It's That's what I mean. Tam, you know what I mean? gotta go to Arkansas man like sorry Arkansas is calling so <laughs> Arkansas is coming calling we're, we're gonna be there soon details to come like I'm sure I'll be vlogging a lot so I'm excited for you too I think you guys will make it a fun trip and I can't wait but to I'm see not, yeah what I'm not looking forward to is like the road trip home like that's gonna yeah. be boring it's gonna be me and my parents and like there's nothing exciting to look forward to it's just like man I'm down a sister and like sad you know but we'll cross that bridge we get we might stop in Nashville on the way home so that'll be fun yeah Nashville's fun yeah so it's just like a very long-winded way of saying that my sister's going to Arkansas and I don't know how I feel about it <laughs> it's okay let's move on to realizations of the week what are we realizing girls yeah um so yeah I kind of have two little things like you said so because reopening I've like we kind of talked about this like doesn't mean like safe practices fall to the wayside because mm. I don't know about you guys but like around here it's like people like really haven't been wearing the mask too much and I was in a store and the employee like was two of them weren't wearing masks and he ended up sneezing and it freaked me out I was like whoa um but anyway but that and um I've actually really come to appreciate the woods and nature a lot more and just like the love for New York um, it's like a very beautiful place and I've always known that but I just I don't know I've been outside a lot more and I just I'm like I'm growing some flowers so I'm just like one with the nature I guess and the health <laughs> and the animals there's so many animals guys so many so I'm just you know with Ark in her backyard I really do I can repopulate everything <laughs> um so I've just been loving that yes 
Yeah. Oh, I just love hearing what you guys say for these because I'm always just that's so good. Around. Hannah's a nature girl and wear a freaking mask. Like that's my takeaway. Yeah, basically, literally. <laughs> Emma, how about you? I can't believe it's July already. I know. I I have no time. T- t- same. It's literally same. No same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you hear that? I have no clue what's going on. It's like <laughs> July and like, uh, oh, okay. It's almost fall. Like, you know what I mean? No, I know. I ain't ready to bring out my pumpkin attire. No. It's so weird that it's like a fleeting summer, even though we're not like doing any, you know, like you would think it would go by faster if you were doing these things. I don't know, man. It's weird. Because it's like, do I want the summer to be over? Kind of. But it's like, what will happen after this? Like, the, the rules of, yeah. like, the school year are out the window. The regular year yeah. is also out the window. Like, time isn't real. So I'm just like, what is July? Yeah, and I, I think from, like, July, we have, like, a lot of, like, events, like, social distancing events for, like, my family and I. So it's like, every weekend, I'm just, like, going up to Connecticut or, like, jam-packed. Stuff. So it's like, whoa, where, literally, where is the time going? Yeah. <laughs> I feel Ugh, crazy. Yeah. Time flies, ma'am. My realization this week is about the job search. I've realized that I really appreciate when a company or like a person, because let's face it, everyone's reading these freaking emails. Like if I send you an email with my cover letter, with my resume, being like, I think I'd be a great fit for this, like your company is so great for X, Y, and Z reasons just respond. I'm not even asking for you to hire me. Like I'm not even there yet. All I want, someone emailed me back the other day, like, thanks. We'll be in touch to like, in response to my cover letter. And I was like, Oh my God. Like that was the best email I've ever gotten. I like in my room. Cause I was like, wow, they responded. Like what are we sign? Like, no, that's, that's where the bar's at. Come on. I'm so frustrated. So I vow I'm making a public vow to you and to everyone listening that if I ever am in the capacity to hire a young woman or man straight out of college or anywhere, like I'm going to respect the amount of time and like frustration that goes into doing resumes and cover letter prep and all of like the behind the scenes because it's so freaking annoying and nobody wants to do it. And if I'm taking the time to write a very specific cover letter about your company, just say thank you. I totally agree. Cover letters are the worst because you're right. You spend so much time and then not sometimes just nothing and it's just so I just rude you know just say like like, thanks but no thanks or like I got it (laughs) that's what I mean like just tell me someone like opened it not even read it just tell me someone opened the document that's really all I want we got your email okay great I want like so anyway that's just if anyone's listening do that if you like are hiring people because it just it makes a big difference and it frankly makes me want to work for that company more like I don't want to work for somebody who ignores my email anyway true that okay good point so I got a little heated, but like, I'm just, it's frustrating. No, it's very frustrating. Anyway, really so that's where I'm at with the job. So we're, I, hope, I hope to get a job soon. I don't know, but kind of not. Cause like, is New York worth rushing back to right now? Probably not. So I'm kind of like, whatever happens is meant to be. It's out of my control for a reason. Just focus on Ar- Arkansas. Yes. Okay. That was a good round, ladies. I love reflecting with you. I feel like we got to catch up a little cause it's been weird. We haven't like talked so much. let's transition right on in to swoon of the week because i just love it and we just let's just keep this joy train chugging along (laughs) who wants to kick us off um sure i will okay so i i was torn for this one and i might have said both of them already on previous episodes (laughs) okay they're quite whatever i 
if you're a repeat, you should be honored. Uh, Zach Efron, I was watching The Greatest Showman the other week, and I was just like, oh my God, like, this man can do it all. <laughs> he really can. Like, he's come so far from High School Musical, the first one, when he, like, lip sync, sink, sunk, whatever. Lip sunk. <laughs> <laughs> lip sunk. I don't know. Really? Yeah, lip sync. Yeah. And now he's, like, actually singing and dancing, and he's just so gosh darn attractive. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Can and I have then, a blurb? Yes, yes. Okay, I also want to just recall in everyone's minds the iconic question mark role that Zac Efron played uh, Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. I have a very quick anecdote. <laughs> Recently, I was talking to this guy from Hinge, and he was trying to, like, organize a weekend, like, a way to get, but, like, in New York <laughs> to, like, meet up because we're both home right now. And I was like, whoa, 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 Ted Bundy. Sounds a little weird. And, like, he was so offended. Like, it almost ended. I was, like, he did not take it well. Like, I was kidding, obviously, but also kind of not. Like, you have to be careful that we are talking about strangers on the internet. So, like, girls, you got to be careful. Guys, you got to be careful. Everybody's got to be careful. But maybe, like, don't call to mind a serial killer. Like, explicitly. <laughs> In my mind, it was Zach Efron, not actual Ted Bundy. In my mind, that made it better. To him, it did not. So <laughs> I'm still trying to explain that one. Sorry, but also I'm not. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you're right. You do have to be careful. So, yeah. so Zach Efron, <laughs> super hot. If <laughs> he's offended, is he hiding something? <laughs> like, so I'm saying, I was like, you're getting your your response is like real Ted Bundy. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the real question is: Is Ted Bundy a good RA? I could talk about this for an entire So <laughs> Ted Bundy would be the best RA. Yeah, he would be. I stand by it. He has. He would pass the interview with flying colors. Like anybody would hire Ted Bundy. Well, yeah, that's like the allure to him, right? Like exactly. He's charismatic as hell. Not fair, man. Not fair. No. All right, this took a turn, but that was a great pick, Hannah. Who's your other spoon? <laughs> um, Scott Eastwood. I've mm -hmm. also been watching The Longest Ride, and I was just like, God, did I go to the wrong school? <laughs> oh, I've gone to Wake Forest or somewhere <laughs> southern so a cowboy can come uh -huh. swoop me off my feet oh, on my a God. horse into the yeah. sunset. <laughs> there, that's all I have to say. There's nothing else to add. Like, Scott Eastwood might be the hottest guy that's ever lived. Like, he's got this smolder. He just, like, looks you, doesn't, and not me, but, you know, the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Melting. Great point. Those are great points. Never disappoint. Like, the excellent swoons. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Emma, how about you? Who are you crushing on this week? It's not a crush. <laughs> well. <laughs> what is it, then? What do you mean? Andrew Cuomo. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Not okay because he's. I think he's doing a great job, to be quite honest. And I'm gonna say it that he should run for president. Anyways, I know I said it, but he's also really funny. His banter with his younger brother is absolutely hysterical to me. I was just gonna say but, Chris. Chris, yeah, yeah. I, he's a lot though. He's like a lot, and I'm like, I cannot do this. But I mean, Andrew Cuomo, he's like holding it down for the New York City people. Yeah. I don't know. And I know he's getting a lot of criticism. I get it. He's taking I... it like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like, I think it's important to note, Emma doesn't even live in New York. Like, this is not her <laughs> Yes, right. I, I live in New Jersey. Right. <laughs> who is the governor of New Jersey? I don't freaking know, but you know Andrew Cuomo. Exactly. Who is the governor of New Jersey? Phil Murphy. 
No, it's going to say Murphy, yeah. I don't know if he deserves an X. I'm sorry that I said that. Shout out to Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do that. Oh, man. He should have. He drives a Jeep. He's really cool. I think he's doing a A Jeep. That's cool. Yeah, and his, like, commercials, like, I voted for him because he, like, drove a Jeep in a really cool way. Oh, cool. (laughs) won my vote, so. Anyway, that's a great pick. Andrew Cuomo, we're swooning for you. I have a great swoon. I'm actually very excited to share my swoon this week, and I'm just going to preface it by saying he followed me back on Instagram, and I wasn't expecting that. Oh, my goodness. So I got, I copped the follow back. His name is Chase Moore. I found him because Ijoma Oluo is doing a spotlight on student activists right now, and he is a student activist. I have a whole bunch of information on him, so bear with me as I run through it because I'm so excited. He's definitely worth the follow. He puts out great content. He's doing this thing where he's doing 52 videos for 52 weeks, so every week he does like an IGTV and a YouTube about just activism and like the work that he's doing. Here's a little bit on his background. So he's 23 years old right in our range. (laughs) Um, He's from inner city LA. He grew up with his dad in prison serving a life sentence. He had very limited resources from like food, heat. He was dealt a difficult hand, I would say. Um, Then he played football at the University of Texas at Austin. And while he was there, he worked to pass legislation for African American studies in like undergraduate settings. Meanwhile, he taught two undergrad classes, which like, how is that even possible? What? Out here doing the most. We love that. And he just (laughs) finished the first year of his master's program in educational policy with a 4.0. Wow. Awesome. He's so great. And he also won the prestigious Graduate Archer Fellowship that will allow him to work with policymakers in Washington, D.C., which is exactly what he wants to do with his life. And he's already just like making serious change at his university and now greater because people are you know, learning his name. And again, he followed me back on Instagram. That's not the best way, but like also, well, you know what I mean? I commented on his post the other day and he liked it. I was like, are we? Oh, stop. I'm just, I feel like. Are we dating? I was like, Chase, are you available? Like, I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Anyway, his story is all about defying the odds and paying it forward regardless of, you know, what you've overcome and just kind of making the world a better place than you found it. Um, and that's not unlike Malala. So it very much fits into our topic for today. So I thought he was a good swoon. He's also very cute, but like, that's not the point. We're not focusing on the attract. We're focusing on the message. Chase Moore, we love you. Big fans over here on the blogcast. So yeah, definitely give him a follow. His handle, I have it written down. Give me one second. At I Chase Moore. Oh, I like Simple. that. Wait, I just, saying it out loud, I like really. I Chase Moore. Like, that's like a sentence. I oh. Chase He's after Chase. Damn. <laughs> I feel dumb that I didn't realize that before. I feel like that's, you know, like a, it's almost like Destiny. Like he wants to do more and he was named Chase Muller. Like he's Chase. Chase, wow. I love you. I just, I, anyway, I'm excited to like share. I hope everyone follows him and maybe he'll follow you back. But I think it's just like an S thing. Don't take it personal. Okay. <laughs> Let's transition into a little bit of content catch up. I'll kick us off with an empowering pick. I love it. I would like to give a quick shout out to my little sister Sarah's boyfriend Solomon for his Disney Plus login. Thank you, <laughs> We have been going hard in the paint. I don't know where I said that. I'm sorry. Going We're hard going in the hard. paint. Oh my God. Going hard in the paint for Disney Plus lately. Me and Emily just did a oh, double feature, man. Mulan and Mulan 2. Mm. All time. Oh, yes. Like, 
Oh my God, I have so much to say. I just, like, I just didn't appreciate this film in my youth as much as I should have at all. And Mulan, I am sincerely apologetic about that because like, what a freaking badass. Like, I so can't bad. even get over it. The samurai sword to the hair, like, it's like perfect and good. I can't get over it. I Girl, you should have been in the Spoldy household because that this movie was on like 24-7. It was so, so good. Sometimes nice. I would listen at school to like the, it's oh. called like the decision, I think, like synthesizer one. It's the part where she decides to do that. And so I'm like, I actually was just talking about my mom, to my mom the other day. Sorry, I just completely cut you into this conversation. No, I, but I want to hear she was like, I was like, mom, listen to this. And I played it for her. When you get a chance, it's the part where she decides to go into war right. and she's cut off her hair. And it's just like, oh, like you feel like yeah. the power. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, I can't. My mom's like, I know, right? Like you feel it in your core. Like I really, I cannot get over it. Like how strong I reacted to watching this movie. Like as an adult woman, I was like, take me to war. Like I was ready. I to know. I can't even explain, but I wanted to say quickly, they're doing like the live action Mulan, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I know we have some feelings in this group about remakes. (laughs) I think it's potential for a really great thing that will make us feel alive. Are you kidding? Emma, why? I I don't know. The trailer did not get me. Sarah Brown and I are like, no. See, I'm excited. I think, I don't know. See, I like the trailer, but the thing that's bothering me is that none of like the songs are going to be in it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make it like even more badass. Like, I think it's going to be like, oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. They keep pushing it back because of COVID. But I have a, I have a direct quote from Alan Bergman, who is the Disney co-chairman. And from his interview at The Hollywood Reporter, he said, while the pandemic has changed our release plans for Mulan, we will continue to be flexible as conditions require. It has not changed our belief in the power of this film and its message of hope and perseverance. Director Nikki Caro, who's like also such a badass, we could do, her, we'll talk more about her later, we just don't have time. And our cast and crew have created a beautiful, epic, and moving film that is everything the cinematic experience should be. And that's where we believe it belongs. So they don't want to just have it like a Disney Plus release. It's a, they want you to see it in the theaters, which I think that's, the, I agree. Push it back, make me pay for a ticket so I can like fully immerse. I'm totally down with that. Love it. I'm just so excited. And I'm just going to say it. I think Shang is the hottest Disney prince. He's very hot. I used to think it was Prince Eric. I would stand by that till I died, but I changed my mind. Like, he doesn't have the depth. He's not as chiseled. Like, let's just, let's just call it how I see it. Shang is super hot. Shang has a little personality, too, you know? Yeah. Right. He's funny. He is. He's, like, and awkward and goofy at the same time. And he's, like, a dynamic character. Like, he, he starts off, like, I feel, like, intimidated by Mulan, and then he grows. And then it's, like, in Mulan, too. I don't know how familiar you are, but, like, yes. they struggle because they're both, like, very powerful figures. And you got to learn to, like, give her some of the – because she deserves it. Like, she's Mulan. Ah, so I, don't, I just love watching his, his journey unfold. I'm so into Shang. Like – I don't want to spoil it, so I'll just say spoiler alert. Okay. Like when he like falls from the rope on the bridge, no. I was in like tears. No. Like when, you thought he died. Yeah, I, I know. I was eating my blizzard and I like shot. I was like, "Chang, like, are you okay?" <laughs> like, it was a mess. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me? What? Like, what a plot twist, Disney! Like, I couldn't believe." Amazing. God, oh, I could talk for hours. I know. I, I just I had to say because it's like so and like we're talking about female empowerment like holy crap Mulan god damn I just I'm so into it okay I'm sorry what else does anyone have anything to say about Mulan before I do a sidebar 
Oh, I was just, I love Mulan. It's a great movie. Me too. I, I'm like, I'm so glad I rewatched. Really strong. The Cricket, what a character. I just can't. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I can, it's so good. Okay. Speaking of Disney Plus, though, also speaking of our love for Simba, you know how we feel. Beyonce, queen, is set to release a visual album on Disney Plus on July 31st. That's coming up. The album is called Black is King, and it will be based on last year's album, The Lion King, The Gift. And it is made for an audience of, quote, young kings and queens in search of their own crowns. Oh, that's so sweet. I like that. I'm so excited. There's another quote. A celebratory memoir for the world on the Black experience. I am so pumped for this visual album. Like, Beyonce can kill a visual album. We know that. May I ask what a visual album is? Yeah, because thing, I didn't know, I yes. don't know what it is. No, either. of course. A visual album, the best way I can explain it, is like an entire album of music videos that like feed right into each other. Oh, yes, I love oh, that. Yeah, like cool. yeah, Lemonade. Oh, the Lumineers does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Lumineers. Okay, now I get it. Exactly. It. So like it's a whole story kind of thing. So it'll be like all the Lion King songs plus all like the supplementary stuff she oh, awesome with a ton it's like a very star-studded album of like features so it's going to be so good and just so timely right now I think it was I don't know if it was always intended to come out like a year later but I'm just really excited about it Beyonce is like next level I'm introducing a new segment because I have a lot to say about Beyonce this is going to be the longest episode in the history like we didn't even get to the point of this episode yet I'm sorry but I have too much to say okay I have a new segment which I'm calling freeze take Freeze take, my sisters, is the opposite of a hot take. It's a take that's like obvious, like duh. Like what I'm about to say will not come as a shock to anyone, but we're going to break it down a little bit and explain like why it's actually so good. We're not just going to be like, Beyonce's cool. We're going to be like, but let's break it down. Like why did it strike me this week? Freeze take. You with me? Got it. Okay. This week, freeze take, Beyonce Homecoming on Netflix. It's like the documentary slash concert film of her Coachella headliner performance. You have to see. I'm serious. Like I was, I put off watching it. I don't know why for so long. I'm not a, not a Beyonce fan, but I wouldn't say I like lose my mind for Beyonce. Always like how some people are like die hard. Like I've never really considered myself. That has changed. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not trying to be dramatic. Like this, it was so good. I turned my phone off when I watched it because I was like, I owe this to Beyonce to like give it. I me. heard it's really good. So good shout out to alicia alicia's been trying to get me to watch this for like the whole time we've ever known each other and i'm sorry that it took me so long but like oh my god so let me just tell you a little bit about it because it really it feeds right into this episode i'm so excited i'm getting like so excited okay beyonce homecoming beyonce was the first black woman to headline coachella so like holler this had big college vibes that's all i can say dedicated to hbcu historically black colleges and universities which Beyonce always wanted to attend one, but like her career had other plans for her. Like she's doing fine. But anyway, she had like marching band inspo, lots of step choreography, Greek life kind of wardrobe styling throughout big college vibes, big spotlight on education, which again is perfect for Malala day. If we're talking about empowered women talking about the importance of education for young people. I don't know. I was just so, it was just such an experience. I don't know. The music is obviously incredible. Everything is choreographed to perfection. Such an ensemble, like over 200 people on the stage. Every minute was amazing and captivating. And I encourage everyone to watch it if you haven't already. Beyonce. That's my freeze take of the day. Also, sidebar, quick freeze take, Hamilton. You guys watch Hamilton this weekend? Woo! No, not yet. It's on my list, though. So good. I've been singing the songs. I'm like a rap queen. So is it? Um, 
Like, is it the someone in the Broadway production recorded it? Like, it's like an actual Broadway. Yeah, literally, show? it's like of a performance from Broadway. Like they just. It's like cats. <laughs> Not like cats. Like uh, it's like no, it's like the old. Oh, okay. Filming of like do the yes. Okay. Uh, sorry, they do the movie of the Broadway show. Okay. Yeah, it's like you're looking so at good. the stage. It feels like you're in a theater. It's very cool. It's very cool. Anybody else? Okay, I'm opening the floor. I talked for too long about all my stuff. I'm sorry, but like, share your thoughts. What are we thinking? Freeze takes. Any other content you want to talk about? Literally anything. Hit me. I'll do another content for okay. you. It's called Dating Around on Netflix, and um, I must say, it is a beautiful show, and I laugh out loud every time. And they're quick episodes. They're like 20 minute episodes, and I'm hysterically laughing because like it's just like all too real. It doesn't even seem like a reality TV show, which I don't even know if it is. It is. It is. Okay. Well, I googled it. It's shot it so cinematically that you don't yeah. feel like you're watching. That's what it is. Like, yeah, it feels like you're watching a scripted show, but it's like real. Like. Yeah. Anyways, I cry. I like. Okay. laugh out loud the best is like when they're all in the city mm-hmm. it's great especially this one girl named sarah um she's like very quick wit and everything she just leaves from a date because this guy is like oh you're gonna eat it that way and she's like i'm gonna go and i'm like yes <laughs> yes anyways you should go you should watch it it's really good i think they're doing they're doing like dating around brazil now Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that mean like they're from Brazil or they go yeah, to Brazil? Yeah, there's gonna be subtitles. Sick! I'm so into it. It's so fun for me to watch people date. Like I just think it's the most fascinating. Yeah. Nothing more interesting to me than watching first dates. I so <laughs> it's so funny. It's too good. I also added content. Um, have you guys seen the movie Dumplin on Netflix? No. Dumplin. Dumpling, yeah. It's like Jen Aniston. Yes, I watched that. that. Oh, I can picture it. Yeah, yeah. So good. Like we, like if we watch it and had like no anticipation or expectations, rather, it was just really good about like she's like finding herself. Like the girl, her mom's like the beauty pageant Jen Aniston's like beauty pageant, and she's like the she's plus size, and she's she knows like she never felt like she was like good enough for her mom and so she decides to join the beauty pageant as like a protest and then she ends up like finding her people and like getting confidence and like loving who she is and she loves Dolly Parton and she does like this great like talent scene for it and it's just like it's just so beautiful and like she falls in love with this guy and like he loves her and oh it's just so good it's really like She's just, like, coming into her own. So I figured, like, for this episode, it was good for, like, love who you are, girls. Like, own it, you know? Don't be afraid to show yourself and, like, love yourself, you know? And find your people who love you, too. Stop. I love that. It was really good. Highly recommend. Great picks. Great picks all around. I got a lot of stuff I want to watch, catch up on. I'm probably going to rewatch Milan. All of it. (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) Okay, now let's get into the main event, finally. Lots of anticipation. We are doing not just a BAB of the week. We are doing a BAB of the century. Malala Yousafzai. We love Malala. I didn't know Malala Day was a thing, which I I don't know. I just want to like shout it from the rooftops because it's so deserved and like worthy of celebration. Malala Day is observed internationally every July 12th, which is Malala's birthday. It's all about honoring women's and children's rights around the world and specifically rights to education, which is just, yes, 
I don't know. I just think it's a really good, positive thing to be focusing on right now. But I'll kind of take you ladies through the whole background story because I, I feel like we all know little bits and pieces of the story, but unless watched because I never read the book, I never watched the documentary, things I want to do definitely, especially now after researching the little bit that I have. And I just think it's good to like acknowledge the story for all that it is. And I don't know, just appreciate the woman that she is because just for being so young, I just, I speak for the entire world when I say like how inspiring she really is. It's like a figure that we get to like be alive at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a really cool and she's younger than us, too. It's yes. like, you go, girl. It's phenomenal. Like, what a story. Okay, so I'll, I'll start you off here. Malala is now a well-known Pakistani teen activist who has done everything at this point from giving addresses to the United Nations to appearing literally on every American late-night talk show that there is. So, like, she really runs the gamut. She is, like, a cultural icon at this point. According to Malala.org, which also has a ton of information about her foundation that you guys definitely can check out, um, she's always loved school, and it was always something she was passionate about. But when she was 11 years old, the Taliban took control of her town and banned literally everything, television, music, and school. She wasn't allowed to go to school anymore. She spoke out about this within her community. And then on October 9th, 2012, when Malala was just 15, 15 years old, she was shot in the face by a masked Taliban gunman on her school bus which is just beyond horrific. She obviously survived. Um, the intent was to silence her, but she did the complete opposite of that. She went on to write a book and to become literally an international icon for just female empowerment and like existence. You know what I mean? Just demanding the kind of attention that causes like this deserve. So, wow. I just, I feel like there's no way to really articulate how phenomenal a story and like a figure she is it's hard to put words to and I don't know like I feel like I'm not doing it justice I don't know how we could do that possibly it's just I don't know oh my god anyway after all of this happened she was awarded and rightfully so she won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2014 she was just 17 years old making her the youngest recipient ever she was also awarded the United Nations Human Rights Prize the Liberty Medal, and the title of one of Time Magazine's most influential people of the year 2013. So that's a little bit of like why she's a big deal, obviously. But recently, she was also making headlines because the 22-year-old just graduated from Oxford last month. And she wrote the following, I think on Twitter. She said, it's hard to express my joy and gratitude right now as I completed my philosophy, politics, and economics degrees at Oxford. Um, she added, I don't know what's ahead. For now, it will be next it will be Netflix reading and sleep. So like, she is all of us, a woman of the people, truly. I just love, I don't know, she's like so real, but also like next level in literally all ways. I, I cannot get over this, this is amazing to me. And she's 22, she's literally our age, are we kidding? Oh my God, okay. There's a little bit more information on her website about evidence for investing in girls' education. And I wanted to just throw it out there because I think it's obviously something that like, yeah, girls should get an education. We can all say that, but like, it was very easy for us to do so. You know what I mean? We live in a country that that's kind of a given. And I want to talk about that more like perspective in a little bit, but here's some evidence for investing in girls' education. So first of all, millions more educated girls equals obviously more working women in the world. And that leads to the potential to add up to $12 trillion US dollars in global growth. So like, that's a lot of money. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like there's so much untapped potential 
when you take away the possibility of mind being, you know, fostered and, and taken care of. So money wise, which like, it shouldn't be all about money. And obviously it's not, but that alone is big evidence. Also, secondary education means literally half the risk of war in that country. Think about it. Education is vital for security around the world. And because extremism grows alongside inequality, that's also from the website. So it makes sense. I think, I, yeah, like Malala. Yeah, she knows all this. Um, what else? Educated girls are healthier citizens who raise healthier families. Yes, we love that. Secondary schooling is considered the most cost-effective and best investment against climate change. Research suggests that girls' education reduces the country's vulnerability to natural disasters. So literally all good things. I can't think of a reason why girls shouldn't get an education. Am I right? Like, I, I don't know. There's so many reasons to like obviously be behind Malala. And I just think, I don't know. I just can't get over how much she's over. Literally, it's unimaginable. There's really not much to say, but I'm going to ask you guys to wait. Like, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Just give me raw reaction how do you feel um yeah i remember when that her first happened like her getting shot and it was like a news story and i i wanted to read the book and unfortunately i for whatever reason i haven't read the book but it's on my list now that i have all this time yeah um i often think of like myself and like if i were in that situation of how i would have reacted i don't know if i could have done it quite honestly um i definitely <laughs> i get scared pretty easily so i don't know i think that might have been enough to silence me so it's it's just truly amazing that she had this courage and strength to yeah. not only show these bad guys that she's not going to be silenced but to be that person for younger women and girls all around like to a role model so it's it's right. amazing and it's go malala i mean <laughs> No, it's so just like inspiring to witness. And I think it's so cool to have a figure like that as the face of the cause. You know what I mean? I just think there it's so uh, there's no one who could speak on it better than her, obviously being personally affected by it many times over. And I don't know, it's just it's very cool to watch. And I feel like the more I learn, the more I want to learn. I definitely also want to read the book now more than ever because yes. Yes, it just seems cool. Emma, how about you? What are your reactions? Um, yeah, no, I first heard of her. I actually have a book that I want to shout out. It's called The Moment of Lift, How Empowering Women Changes the World by Melinda Gates. And seriously, it, it touches a lot on the point. I'll go more into it, but it touches a lot of the points of like how education is literally can influence all these other pathways as well. Um, but to your point, it's like, we should have known her name. Mm -hmm. this, like, I kind of feel embarrassed that I haven't known her name or haven't like celebrated this day, but like right. going forward, I will forever teach people about this day, you know? So again, very powerful stuff. So in terms of like the, this book itself, it, this is like a, a accompaniment of her book, I guess mm -hmm. that, I suggest like you guys read it's like really good and it's very well done but more on the trailer that we watched um, on the documentary some quotes that I wanted to pull out was that there's a moment where we have to choose to whether to be silent or stand up and that was like the beginning quote and I just thought that was very powerful because I think it's also um, very influential in today's time and like even in America etc so I was just like oh it really like dug deep for me. So thought that was very interesting. 
I also wanted to point out that she said, if I had an ordinary family, I would have had two children right now. And I don't know, it's just like very fortunate that she didn't have that ordinary family circumstances. And I don't know, from the trailer, I don't know if you guys got it too, but it's like very family oriented, which I think like in other, I guess like her native country, et cetera, that's just not how it usually mm-hmm. is. So I thought that was really interesting too, how like the family dynamic also influences your idea of education as well. A thousand percent. I also thought a big takeaway for me was, and I think you're going to speak on it too, um, because you wrote you wrote down a blurb. But her relationship with her father was something that was really beautiful, and I think definitely something outside the norm of what's like culturally predictable for her. But I think they kind of broke the mold, and like everything about Malala breaks the mold, so it's just fitting. And I think family structure functions within like the societal structure in interesting ways I think and it can go with it or against it depending on how you're like framing it I just think it's very it's so interesting to like a thousand percent yeah yeah. no like more on this book that I was Mm -hmm. talking about like the opening moments are like if you want to lift a society up do you need to stop keeping women down and Rachel you were exactly hitting on these points that um I feel as though like education connects everything. It could be child marriage. It could be lack of access to, uh, they talk about contraceptives, which then you can, if you're not able to have a family right now, et cetera, it all leads into different paths that having the ability to have education, which I know for us, again, it's so easy to talk about like, oh, just get an education. But like literally some of these countries do not have the resources to do that or the safety to do that. Um, They talk a lot about like a safe environment is also what leads to education as well. So obviously. Exactly. And I think overall what I also really enjoy what Malala is doing is that like she's changing the perspective of these girls like now she's like influencing these girls that hey you can do this rather than us just kind of like looking down on them and being like oh yeah they can do that it's more like putting it in their minds that yes you can be like Malala or you can be educated you just empower yourself to do so so I think it's just like changing an individual's mindset I think is really important as well yeah and that they can do it. Absolutely. And I think like everybody, every individual has the power to empower somebody, whether it's yourself or the people around you in your circle. But then obviously when you get to the Malala level and you can literally address the world (laughs) has done, it's just like, I I don't know. I really can't wrap my head around it. And I feel like I watched a speech, like I've watched a lot of clips of her and everything in preparation for today's episode and again I like wish I had been watching more throughout my coming of age because I just feel like it's she's such an important figure but I don't know I think she seems so comfortable in the role and it's almost like I have to constantly remind myself how young she is and how much has happened to her to prevent her from reaching this level and she still got there it's just it's I don't I feel dumb even talking about it because it's like there are no words to express how just like phenomenal it is. And I just, I don't know, like I said, I want to learn more and I'm excited that we're talking about it because I feel like, again, it's something I want to acknowledge now on a more regular basis. I'm glad this day exists in the year, like July 12th will now be a day where no matter what else is going on, it's like you reflect on how big this is. And we are part of this moment just because of the time that we are alive on the earth. That's a cool thing to me. 
I don't know. Oh, my mom left. Like, I just came over it. I didn't mean to cut you off, though, and I feel like you're Oh, like, no, no, no. I think that transitioned perfectly into yours. Yeah, I think my major takeaway just is, like, a lesson on perspective, which I think has been something that's been in the back of my mind just for the last couple of weeks in general. I think it's so easy for me, having all the privilege that I do on all the different levels that I do, to be like, yeah, this is the right thing to be fighting for, or, like, this is important because X, Y, and Z, but to... I don't know. She just defies so many odds. And I think the fact that we will never have to even attempt to do that says so much. I don't know. Also the power that we have just in, inherently in our situation. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of power in having privilege in all ways, however you define it. And I think it's important to use that responsibly. And today I'm using that to educate myself on Malala and, and her story and how I can help. You know what I mean? Speaking of help, I know you can donate on her website, malala.org, to the Malala Foundation, which obviously is doing very important work. So if you have the means, join us in donating if you can, because I just think it's important. I don't know. I think also, I'll, I'll, I feel like I can talk about this forever. There's just so much to say. I keep thinking of more things. But I think thinking about the education system within America is obviously a very different can of worms altogether. But I also think there's so much to learn about the American education system, things that I haven't learned up until recently because more resources have become available to me, but like things like the school to prison pipeline and everything that's so racially charged in our country. I just think we weren't taught that for, and I don't know, I don't want to speak for you guys, but like in my public school, I was never taught anything about any of this. And that was within, so it's kind of like, a meta thing where it's like you're in the education system that is inherently flawed because you're not talking about that very education system and how it's flawed. So I don't know. There's just, I feel like I'm digging myself into like a hole. It's going to be hard to get out of, but I, I just think there's so much to learn. And I think opening yourself up to the possibility of learning about it is the first step. And I hope that we're doing that for somebody listening today. Any closing remarks, girls? Like anything else you want to say? What is your hope for Malala Day? I think my main hope is that people celebrate it. You know what I mean? And take the time to learn. And maybe this was a good place to start. I, I don't know. I think this was a really good way to like spend an hour talking about this. So Yeah, I definitely agree. Just like reflect on your own system and but also like reflect on the world and just educate yourself. I think that's oh. just really important. Ladies, I'm just I'm happy to be here with you. You inspire and empower me every single day in all kinds of ways. And I don't know, I just really appreciate that today on Malala Day more than ever. So thank you ladies for being you. All right, I guess this is as good a place as any to wrap it up. I'll, I'll run through where you can find us. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you follow us on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. A rate and review situation would be fine. If you feel so inclined, we would appreciate. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at her.blog.life. And if you're anything like Jake from State Farm, you might want to follow Emma's personal as well. <laughs> Emma underscore Spaldy. <laughs> in case you're feeling it. Um, what else? For blog posts, I promise I'm going to start writing more. I think it's super all, like, we'll get to it. There's a lot going on. But you can find our articles at herbloglife.online. So check those out. And then for behind the scenes videos of our recordings like this one, you can just search Rachel Malik on YouTube. That's R-A-C-H-E-L. M-A-L-A-K. <laughs> all right. I think that's all I got. I'm Hannah Cherfo. I'm a Spoldy. And I'm Rachel Malik. Thank you for listening. This has been the Her Life Vlog. Happy Malala Day! Happy Malala Day! Woo!